0: Two sitcom sit down, I'm a John and I'm a John too, and today we are going to be talking faulty towers faulty towers often appears in like the top one or two greatest ever sitcoms, isn't it yeah, and understandably, having watched it again,
1: um I think anyway,
0: famously only two series, twelve episodes mm.
1: over quite a long space of time
0: first series out in nineteen seventy five and the second was in nineteen seventy nine
1: yeah I think there was a little gap for like the writers to get divorced and uh, yeah they did and John Cleese to get involved in a couple of Monty Python things I believe but yeah yeah, it was a decent gap
0: eventful so of course um, John Cleese was famed for Monty Python at the time
1: that's right yeah
0: Um, and he then went off and did some TV ads I don't know if it was the Schweppes adverts or something like that which gave him some money right that allowed him to then spend some time writing Faulty Towers. I didn't realize that. I the, didn't realize that. One of the things about uh, that struck me about yeah so Cleese was paid 6000 pounds for 43 weeks work which supplemented his income which allowed he and Connie to spend six weeks writing each episode.
1: Faulty Towers. I think yeah I think they they spent tons of time on the structure of the episode and then and then did the dialogue. I think it was one of them jobs. I think they really did like work on it like a masterpiece almost. you know, just from Yeah.
0: Um, One of the weird things I found about the first series of um, 40 Towers, John Cleese, only 36. Wow. Yeah. Because when I was watching this, I'm like, oh my God, that guy's years younger than me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is is, is that what we look like? (laughs) No, yeah, it's a bit like footballers from that time, always Mm. look like they're in the 40s, you know what I mean, don't they? And and I think it must have been a thing about the 70s. He's a young man. He was. But he's not acting like a young man, is he? Oh, no, he's acting like, you know, a real sort of... uh, Weld weary, you know, middle aged guy. And as you say, it wasn't really
0: that old. Prunella Scales, 43.
1: Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: Although Connie Booth, um, who of course plays like a younger character, 35. Mm. So there was so only she, a, year a, year, a year between her and John Cleese. A year
1: between her and Cleese, yeah. I used to like Connie Booth. I thought she was, again, you know, <laughs> I won't say any more than that, really. <laughs> I thought she was a very attractive lady. Aww. But um, I'm very talented and. and Cleese gave her a lot of um, compliments towards her contribution to the script. Mm. You know, I think a lot of people thought it must have been all Cleese, but mm. apparently not. And, the, and the, when they started off as well, it was kind of, he mainly wrote um, his, his own character, Faulty and Manuel, and she sort of um, started off doing Sybil and her own dialogue. But as the series went on, they got more used to the characters and started to
0: swap around and, you know. So it was quite interesting how it how it evolved. Yeah, certainly, and it must have been strange for them writing and producing the second series whilst going through a divorce. But by all accounts, still on good still on good terms I, today. I yeah. believe
1: yeah, Connie Booth said that the work together better than they live together. So mm-hmm. so that's that's you know. I think it's it's, it's very civilized, you know. Yeah, i no, should not surprised. They, really, should they, I? They, 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 didn't, they didn't. I suppose there's no reason why they shouldn't. So.
0: Okay, I wasn't um, judging. No, no. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't suggesting for many you wear. When people get a divorce; they have to hate each other. What's happened in your life, John? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying.
1: Um, another thing um, it was quite st- when you're on about like the origins of it as well. Was um, I know a couple of the Pythons? I think Terry Jones particularly saw he was a bit of a traitor, going from this sort of edgy, out there comedy to just a straightforward sitcom. Mm. You know what I mean? I think a lot. It took a lot of people by surprise that he wanted just to do a. Because I mean, seventies was the time of the sitcom you're, you're terry in june mm. you bless this house and, and uh, well, I mean, you can't put it in the same bracket as them but you know i think for the for, from the python's point of view they found it quite well that's quite a staid thing to do you know nothing edgy about it
0: well there wasn't really anything edgy about it but i think what people liked about it, it was just well written well performed <laughs> Absolutely, it was so tight i it, can't imagine spending six weeks to write 35 minutes it was not length actually wasn't it it was quite long for oh that,
1: that was that was yeah that apparently yeah they was supposed to be about 29 minutes but um i don't know how the tv companies at that time had the flexibility but sometimes they overran to 35 36 mm. minutes but they found room in the schedule for it
0: mm. You know, they didn't say oh, I'd lose that seven pages. <laughs> they just they just filmed it as yeah. it was. It'd be difficult to do that, wouldn't it? Too? Yeah, yeah. That's and like many sitcoms that we've talked about before, um not particularly well reviewed in its first series and then no. gained popularity. Uh, absolutely. And, and when you and then the second series I think was, but look at it now, it's like it seems odd that, that people were saying it was like short on jokes. I know that's
1: amazing. That's mm. amazing. I, I believe one of the TV executives basically said it was as dire as its title. Yes, I which I thought was an amazing, amazing thing to say. And what a
0: great thing for John Cleese to have kept. Oh yeah, that proper. Yeah. It's I'll funny show you kept you. that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, what do you know about the origins of Falsey Towers? What do I know about the origins?
1: I know it's based on a real man. Yeah. Um, I think the Python team stayed at the Glen Eagles hotel and the proprietor was a man called Donald Sinclair, who <laughs> who just sounded just sounded exactly as as faulty became. Um the 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 one big difference was I believe he was a small man and his wife was a big woman. Mm. And he was kind of a hen but, but so obviously with Cleese being as tall as he was, they had to switch that round. Mm-hmm. But yeah that was that was the one
0: distinction.
1: But yeah he sounded a a, a proper charmer. Yeah,
0: right? there's a lot of stories about him isn't there and this kind of Idea that the business would be fine if it weren't for the the guests. Yeah, the guests ruined it. I could
1: run this hotel fine if people didn't keep staying here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But there are people like that. We all experience that level of customer service. Sometimes we just ignore it, sometimes we get annoyed. But what a great way to retaliate! By I don't know. I tell you what, I'm going to make you famous, mate. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. <laughs> I love the fact because I mean, once so recently I realised that this the guy's name was out there, you know. Yeah. Well, he's I mean, he was... got his own Wikipedia page. <laughs> 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 well, I just love the story. I mean, one of, one of his members of staff said, you know, if he was tired, he'd shut the bar at nine o'clock. Well, I'm going to bed, and I think everyone else should. And that'd be <laughs> that was it for the night. You know, mm. that kind of like
0: you know. Customer service, the customer wasn't service, his thing. yeah, yeah, or lack of. Although, well, the way that they developed and portrayed faulty was, yeah, he was irritable and yeah. um, he was at fault some of the time, but not all of the time. No, and I think no. that was really clever because it's it's like a lot of the, like, your Victor Meldrew type characters yeah. that you, you kind of think he's got a point.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I mean, he's seen of as like a, a, a sitcom monster, he's one of these monsters, like Rigsby, as you mm-hmm. said. To an extent, Meldra, but um, yeah, but I always found with these monsters like that, I, I kind of found myself rooting for them. Mm. You know what I mean? You, you kind of want them to succeed. I, I don't know if it's the fact, yeah, he's, he's in the wrong mm. affair bit, but like when he puts the bet on and the mm. fact he has to be so like a clandestine about the whole affair, <laughs> you know, what did he say? It's another avenue of pleasure that's been closed to me <laughs> since, <laughs> since I got married. And you, you kind of want him to get the money and enjoy it, and, mm. but but everything like goes against him.
0: Yeah. So the marriage that we see um, between Sybil and Basil is one of the uh, the, the great sitcom yeah. relationships oh, of, of all time. It's magic. Yeah. I mean, the way that he he speaks to her, it's just he just says like, I mean, I've got a few here that referring to as that golfing puff adder the the dragon the toxic midget and the saber toothed (laughs) tart, my little commandant my little piranha fish my little nest of vipers you rancorous (laughs) coifered old sow Um, and when she's got the ingrained toenail and and he's just, I wish she had an ingrained tongue but he it's quite, and he does but it's quite rare for him to lose his shit with her because um, oh, yeah. he's frightened of her. Oh, he's
1: terrified of
0: her. Yeah. But he does. I mean, he does stand up occasionally. But, um, but then I think in the penultimate episode, which is their anniversary, mm, yeah. the amount of effort that he goes f- to to try and make it special for her, there's, there's still something there. Yeah, by pretending that he's
1: forgotten. And, mm. <laughs> but that I, that episode I found so infuriating. And I know that's the idea. Mm. But this, the, the the pretense, you know, with with Polly in bed with the. Cotton wool in her cheeks, and in the dimly lit room, and 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 the guy, I think, oh, what's his? I can't the name. The guy, Ken Campbell, I think, who plays the guy who who's always poking, faulty. You know, come on, let's see her, and you know, where is she? And um, it's it's kind of infuriating. You kind of. You just want it to go okay for him, but like mm. he has to keep. When Sybil comes back, he has to keep her away from the guests, from the friends, you know. And it's just—it's a roller coaster episode.
0: <laughs> and every one of them almost is is a classic, I guess. I don't know what's the most famous one. Probably the Germans. is The they? German or the Rat? I would imagine yeah. Basil the Rat. <laughs> the,
1: the, the, just go, just going quickly back to the the um, the marriage. I, I can't remember. I don't know if it was Pro Scales. It was one of the cast and said to Basil, could you just tell me why Why did the, she marry him or why did he marry her? You know, why are they married in the first place? And he said, oh, I, I was frightened you'd ask me that. Because it's almost like, it's the one thing you never quite worked out, I don't think, as a writer. And you know, it is when I've, you've tried writing stuff like this yourself, you, you, you feel the need to sort of account for everything. Oh, you know, why's that why's that happened? Or why's that situation? And, and the one thing he'd never really said to himself, how did the, how on earth did they get together? You know these well, these two.
0: I'd read of this actually. That you may know more that John Cleese had said probably. Basil was of a higher social standing than Sybil, and she felt ah. she was marrying up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just never really worked out that way because that's what he wanted, wasn't it? And yeah. it's like the like the major was the only person he ever seemed to show any real respect for, although he re- irritated him as well. Absolutely. Because he re- a, I guess he recognised his, his war record, but yeah. actually he status the status that he was uh, yearning for because yeah, he was
1: lower middle class with aspiration, mm. you know. Um, like yeah, a lot way, of people were in the 70s. They're all the people who voted Thatcher in 79. There you go, a bit of Ben Elton for you. A bit of <laughs> um, but yeah, I forgot my... Oh yeah, the, what you say about the, the major, Yeah, because in the first episode, Lord Melbury mm. inverted commas because he's a con man. Mm. Oh sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> if you've been waiting 46 yeah, I mean, years it, it, to watch That it.
0: episode came out in uh, 1975, so... If, where yeah, have you
1: been? Yeah, where have you been? because it's great when he when he when he first walks in and he says name's melbury and you've got a first name now i'm lord melbury so i just call myself melbury and he he's on the phone with somebody at the time and he just went go away <laughs> and he just deals with the you know because he thinks this is my chance you yeah know, a bit of social climbing and you're right i think i believe the uh Sybil character probably did look up to basil in a way and uh, she's quite aspirational playing the playing the golf and you know the, the way she dresses the tight skirts the, and, you know, she's she's got that thing mm. about her that she aspires to be more than she is.
0: Yeah. One of the other great characters, I don't think we've even properly mentioned him yet, is is Manuel. <laughs> um, he's from Barcelona, you know. He is, yeah. So, uh, played by Andrew Sachs. Yeah. He was 44 when they, they began. Oh, I guess was he they? was playing Was he 44? Yeah, he's probably, yeah, that was probably the playing age that, that he was doing. But um, I don't want to kind of jump in on this, but he was just... Constantly attacked physically by Basil Fawlty, and I it, really felt sorry for him. It, it was. Like it, it, it was. Yeah. It's actually something that people do, point the finger at this show and go, "This isn't good." This, I guess, at, yeah, at the I time, that it's that literal Zenframic slapstick. Well. Yeah. Of, um Yes, yeah, so I've just glossed over the racism. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: straight, casual
0: racism straight to the. um what did he call it? Industrial abuse. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there was a racism issue as well, but I mean, I was watching. I haven't watched all of the episodes, so I watched a few of them in preparation for this. And sometimes Basel does just hit him for no reason whatsoever, <laughs> yeah, just to
1: get get it out of his system. Yeah. yeah. Poor old Manuel. But, but I remember as a as a child as I was when it was first out. I mean, Manuel was the the character that most appealed to to someone my age at the time. I mean, and it's since become like a national treasure everyone talks everyone knows of Manuel well, isn't it? I suppose there'd even be a problem now with uh, the fact he was playing a sp- Spanish guy mm. but then again Andrew Sachs was German anyway German's mm. his first language so all bets are off there I, I don't know how you work that out <laughs> what's right what's wrong so um, so, it, you so know, you're, you're allowed
0: <laughs> to appropriate it if it's not your native well, tongue and then yeah is that how it works I don't know
1: but it just occurred to me like you know if, if Andrew Sachs was in it playing an Englishman it wouldn't Nobody'd think twice, would we? Hmm. He's a he German and playing a Spaniard. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't
0: know. In the international versions of Faulty Towers, oh, I um, saw so, 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 yeah. some, of them, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's a, uh, a Mexican, I think, <laughs> in one of the versions. So in the Spanish version, he's Italian. Yeah, right. And we we learned from a lower low how to speak Italian, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> yeah. just sticking a on the end of everything. Very what a mistake to make yeah. yeah. Yeah, and of course the other famous thing about Manuel is. Is his pet rat,
1: Basil. Basil, yeah, the Siberian
0: hamster. We used to have Siberian hamsters. Yeah. No, I've just realised they weren't, they were gerbils. <laughs> <laughs> that bit is getting it out. Yeah. yeah, it was one of these shows that they've tried time and time again to recreate in, in different countries. I think there was three different versions um, in the States. One of them um, featuring a young Steve Carell as Manuel. Really? I haven't been able to find it but uh, I found a few websites referencing it.
1: I I, I remember John Cleese making reference to one version I don't know if it's an American one but they said oh yeah we're going to have another another go at doing it but you know he said oh what changes have you made have you made any you know <laughs> he said yeah we've lost the, the Basil character yeah said, no, we're just doing it without the Basil character
0: he's <laughs> just amazing well they did and it was um, starring oh, f- I've forgotten her name but it was Wonderland who went on to be oh, the B- Golden Girls B. Arthur.
1: yeah B. Arthur, I believe yes was, sorry yeah. yes
0: okay. yeah starring B. Arthur. that's like I've just edited that as I remembered it no. <laughs> But what they did is they rolled um, Basil and Sybil into one person. Oh wow! So that dynamic was lost completely.
1: Yeah, I, I believe Clay said, "Yeah, any funny land that has said was basically lost all context because there was no Basils. So, yeah, yeah. That's just that's mad.
0: That's it's weird, insane. isn't it? Because I mean, I don't know. I suppose the American Office is the only one I can really think of. I mentioned Steve Carell earlier on, where yeah, it's yeah. been successfully nice employed, across from Not just the British together sense of humor. Listener. It well, Thank yeah. it is. Hi, Dad. And Andrew Sachs himself. I mean, he had a couple of injuries. I mean, he had chemical burns from, oh, from yeah. the fire scene, like an acid
1: acid yeah. burns on his arms. And yeah. he said in in the last scene of the last episode, when he gets hit across the head with a frying yeah. pan, it was meant to be just like a, a comedy flick, wasn't it? And, but apparently, he caught him full. And he said, "I'm glad it's the last scene because I don't <laughs> think I can get up." <laughs> there's a couple of burns flying around his head, like it. Oh, bless him! But, um, bless him,
0: Andrew <laughs> Sack. By the way, and you may have known this, but the the Glen Eagles Hotel, yeah, um, that the original experience was based on, that has now been knocked down. Has been replaced by a retirement home called Sack's Lodge. Wow! Yeah, and I went on the website actually. Um, Fun fact I'd like to go and retire there. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds absolutely fantastic. I imagine it's quite professionally and sensibly run, rather than. <laughs> Um, but no, they
1: should get a monster in who do not like guests
0: have you ever been to one of these faulty tower experiences because you see them advertised don't they with a man who vaguely looks like John oh Slees. sorry
1: actual genuine op- yeah. I didn't know there was such a thing I, th- no, I thought really? you meant have I ever been to a hotel that reminded me of because uh, there was one in <laughs> well, I mean, there was one in Lowestoff which was a million miles off. Um, but no, uh, I mean one no, of these yes, like have, dinner
0: yeah. and entertainment shows where you, you pay for your dinner and you <laughs> get, get served by people yeah, pretty much. People yeah. who are made to look like Manuel and, and Basil <laughs> and, and, and Sybil and uh, I forgot her names. Polly. Fucking
1: hell, John.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, where you get served by people that are made to look like Sybil and Manuel and Basil yeah. and Polly in character. And I just don't think I can do it. I mean, it might make me laugh, but it might just be the most cringy thing I've ever yeah, done. Yeah,
1: I, I think I'd leave that well alone. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, I will not fancy that, I don't think.
0: Yeah. So there are restaurants that their thing is that they treat you appallingly. <laughs> and you can have a go back <laughs> at it. What, do you order that for your fat bastard? Yeah, well, I, don't I don't have to do there. that.
1: <laughs> That's a bit Don't mean. you think you're fat enough?
0: <laughs> 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 I'm not sure there's a huge demand for that. <laughs> I don't know. Don't don't you
1: like reason? being at home?
0: <laughs> sorry darling earlier you introduced the idea of why um, basil and sybil were married and stayed yeah, married yeah but i have another question why the hell did polly stay there because she, but she was funny she was multilingual she was art, art student but she yeah. and she just sort of goes along with things i don't know was that like part waitress part care in the community or
1: yeah it's bordering on that isn't it it's 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 peculiar it's funny because it was Connie Booth who said that she felt her character was probably the least worked upon if you know what I mean it's almost like she was there it's like you say if you do think about it and think well what's the background why aren't she mm. she's not in a relationship she appears to be just on the beck and call all the time and mm. um, when the <laughs> when the builders fill the fill the doors in <laughs> this can't get into the dining room anymore or the kitchen she's like up somewhere asleep in the hotel and Manuel forgot to wake her up. You know, you just think, well, she's actually sleeping there as well. Mm. But, yeah, it's... it's I just wondered if it's, it's it's like, uh, uh,
0: an early case of modern-day slavery.
1: Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do. Right, up, When faulty towers goes dark. (laughs) Yeah, modern-day slavery. That could
0: be it. Could be. I like to bring all the dark aspects of my job into any kind of light-hearted podcast. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I'm not a slave master. Uh, Just... (laughs) For anybody listening, it's not what I do for a living. It
1: could be, yeah, not what I've heard. Yeah. It could be right. It could be right. Because I remember when she, didn't she put the bet on for Basil when Dragonfly won? I think Sibyl had seen her in the high street with a with a few quid. You know, counting the money. Because mm. I think it won £75, which was a king's ransom in 1975 or whatever. And she said, oh, you know, I thought Polly had money problems. She actually pointed out the fact she thought Polly was poor. I thought, well, you pay her. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so maybe, yeah. Slavery
0: can be there on the answer. Well, that was a fun section yeah. um, of the uh, sitcom sit-down. The tragic past of... We could try that as a feature. We could ruin a character every absolutely every episode by giving them a really dark backstory when, yeah. it's, when it's when it's missing.
1: Yeah. I, think so. I think
0: we should look at the hotel's
1: carbon footprint while we're at it. <laughs> Manuel, when Manuel was on fire that must have smashed another hole in the ozone layer I thought. yeah well should we,
0: should we I mean there is some dark stuff still to talk about but let's go like again the oh, yeah. slapstick comedy yes. right. and one of the episodes where he's, he goes he, he buys the food and it was just like he goes to pick it up and then somebody else takes it and stuff like that and you knew what was going to happen and it yeah. ends with him putting his face in a blancmange or something <laughs> at the end of it, or picking, yeah. picking through it Yeah. yeah and yeah. it was just all of those little things, like, yeah. and just like uh, so the more he fills his car in as well, isn't it? Yeah. and yeah, beats the carrot. Yeah. He gives it a damn good thrashing. That's yeah. Right. yeah, oh, and he's just sent to Manuel about um, just just throw it away, and he's just like, throw it. throw it away, and yeah. he just throws it at one of the customers. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, and he's so stupid. <laughs> Takes it so literally. Yeah, <laughs> she just he just lobbed a plate of butter at her face, <laughs> and it made me laugh. It's like uh,
1: there's too much butter on, too much butter on those trays. <laughs> no, no. Uno,
0: dos, yeah. tres. I mean, I like that, <laughs> right? But that actually, that, that links in something, so there's a really nice line, that. Mm. But then weird lines, like there's a line with Polly um, and the customer complains that he found her hair in his mousse and, and she says, oh, careful or everybody would want one kind of thing. That old joke. And I just thought, why have they put that in there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I'll be with you. I mean, who am I to say? <laughs> to be <laughs> criticising <laughs> the this dialogue this? and breakdown of... Reputed to be the greatest sitcom of all time.
1: <laughs> there's, a, there's another um, line that's a bit mysterious, a bit like that. Again, probably going back to the fact that Polly was a slave. But I think it <laughs> must have been one of her paintings was in a room. And <laughs> she's trying to flog it to the guy who must have commented on it. He said, oh, you know, you like the painting? You can have it for a fiver. And all this. Like and She's she's it's in a paper bag, I think. Like, oh, no, you're okay. You know? It's for my sister's eye operation. No, no, I'm fine, thanks. And he walks away and she's goes, you bastard. Mm. And it, it has no bearing on anything.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Unless it's just another poly cry for help.
0: Yeah, well, She's then, so skinned. Yeah, famously only made 12 episodes. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't see that the 13th. However, mm. there is, and I think this has been exposed as bullshit, but there is apparently a 13th episode. They say there is, but the.
1: And I saw a quote from um, the director... John Howard Davis, who directed the first episode, and he he said no chance. Yeah, he well, they started off saying, "Oh yeah, actually, I've got it in my loft, and you know, for the right price, etc., etc." They said no, it's a lot of shit, I- but they did have a premise for a thirteenth oh, that right. John Cleese mentioned about about um, him and and Sybil going to Barcelona to visit Manuel. Ah, well, I heard that was the movie. Oh right, was that so? Breaking? The so thirteenth
0: episode was something called the robbers, right? But it turns out that that was fan fiction uh, right. by a guy who then published a book and said, "I've got the thirteenth episode <laughs> that he'd written," which apparently is very xenophobic. Oh, uh, I haven't read it, um, but yeah. But the movie, I, I think there was some credence to that, that. Yeah. But for some reason, Basil had to hijack the plane. Yeah. The, it was the, the, apparently, there was, <laughs> there was a massive delay
1: at the airport. Of course, you can imagine him taking that well and then when they eventually get on the plane somebody hijacks it
0: Oh, right. but he's
1: so infuriated he overpowers him (laughs) and the pilot says well obviously we can't fly now after all he he basically takes the gun to the pilot and says we're flying to fucking barcelona i like that and he he ends up like all the time that he's in jail and he doesn't get out until they're flying back again and that's kind of the premise apparently
0: I quite like the idea. i does sound a little bit like clockwise in that it's just John Cleese trying to get somewhere, and it just being very frustrating. Do you know what? I love that film. I know it's good. We're
1: not on about that, but I thought, about I thought it was a great film. Thought it was fantastically done, really good, and the the film the
0: yeah Hall, the, the scene this, in Paragon this, Station,
1: yeah. but no, I thought it was a great movie. That mm. it's, it was very very faultyish at times, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Should we talk about racism? Because yeah. Faulty Towers had quite a bit of controversy recently, kind of in the work of the Black Lives Matters movement. With, yeah, when that sort of expanded, as it by the way, behind that. But yeah. then from then, it was a, we we started kind of held up a mirror to a few things, um, mm. and in particular the the Germans, which is probably. Oh, wow. The most famous of the yeah. Faulty Towers episodes, um, and the Don't Mention the war, probably being the most famous <laughs> line from it, and Basil Fawlty goose stepping out of the kitchen <laughs> into the hotel for you, because being one of those like, iconic scenes. And I mean, I remember that as a child, it was kind of like it was, but when I watched it it was back, iconic, wasn't it? But when I watched it back in the light of, I suppose, me thinking about these things, that was the bit I didn't like, I and mean, weirdly, and I would, I mean, it's funny, yeah, yeah, but. There was just something that just didn't seem right about it and it was i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe i've gone all work no but no it's not it was that. the only thing i didn't find funny i think
1: um it's it's a tricky one that the, the world we live in now isn't it i remember i mean because when, when he first started who's was this then and he i mean he's got a tash anyway but he still puts his <laughs> he still puts his finger under his it's nose funny and he's the way his eyes go, and he starts quoting it, and it's just like I don't know, it's just mad. But like, it absolutely was mad. I know, and then it, I the know, walk,
0: you know. Yeah, I know it had the because the thing is right. The, the, that's what that episode is famous for. But really, that's only like the last five minutes. Before then, it's all like the, fi- the fire drills, magnificent. Oh, the fire drills,
1: great.
0: And, and, and that is, he's a slapstick, <laughs> excellent again, piece so of comedy. Infuriating. <laughs> it's
1: just yeah, funny.
0: and and I didn't a somebody I was watching that, just going. They're saying it's 12 o'clock, the bell's going, just let them go, man, just let them go. And <laughs> but everything has to be just, yeah, you know, has to to be, just be like, right like right an altercation right. I had with some member of security this morning, but it was fine because he was like all irate at me, and I said really calm, and I just said, I can do, or I can do this, which isn't going to make any difference whatsoever, is it? And he was just like, yeah, I suppose not, and was, that's fine. Yeah, uh, that's like, i didn't like shoplifted. <laughs> 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 but the way I described it makes it sound more, in- basically I tailgated a car going through a barrier. Oh, but he right. wanted me to go back round. But what was the point? No, exactly. I was yeah. through at this point. It didn't yeah, make yeah. any difference anyway. I'm over it. Yeah, um, good for you, mate. But then from that episode, then Basil goes into hospital, and then through his concussion, just seems to get temporary insanity. Yeah. And massive xenophobia, which he probably had because they were already kind of ooh, Germans, and you got the whole um, the major saying that the, um, the German women good card players and all no. that stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah. So they'd already tiptoed around this. Oh, there's some Germans, don't mention the war kind of thing. And, and he'd already which, said,
1: he said to the Nest, did he? God, you're ugly. Which was kind of a weird yeah. thing to say. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah, was, so I, I suppose actually it had set the scene. But then they see, then what they did is they brought in an authority figure as a black doctor, which I thought was quite a good move. Yeah. <laughs> she said, before we move into this really racist scene against four white Germans <laughs> yeah. um, so, so I who, were,
1: who were all really agreeable. I mean, they're, yes. they're nothing but that's, that's
0: decent, good. are they? You know, they're just... But remarkably agreeable. Yeah, absolutely. And the only kind of shout at him at the end. And then it spoil it slightly when he really goes off on one and then the moose hits him on the head. Because yeah. then at the end of it, <laughs> the German then says, can you, I don't know if you remember what he says, okay. God, he just he just looks across at Basel 40 and goes, however did they win?
1: Oh, wait, how did yeah. they win the war? Yeah, I yeah, just like... <laughs> yeah, but. I mean... That jarred with me a little bit, actually, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that Because I thought that was a strange line. Yeah, 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 that
0: did jar with me, that. It didn't... Yeah, I, I don't know. But Again, did. I feel like, not for the first time on this podcast, who the hell am I to criticise these things? But yeah. it did seem strange. Yeah, it
1: was, it was a strange thing to say.
0: Which other sitcom characters would you like to see come and stay at Faulty Towers?
1: You know what? The first thing that uh, occurred to me... But it won't work. It was it was like a like I said before? Um, sorry, I'm repeating myself. It was another monster like Rigsby checking in with yeah. Miss Jones for the first, you know. Oh. Was, but then I thought, I don't know. Maybe I don't want two two monsters together. But, I, but then I thought maybe Hyacinth. Do you know? He's, that, that's who I came up with. Should be yeah. Thinking probably it's so funny you should say that. Thinking of I know people think she's a monster, like, but thinking along the lines of the Mrs Richards, the deaf lady. I think it'd be, they'd bump along a bit like that, which I think would be great.
0: Yeah. Two uh,
1: people who are sure they're right. Yeah, and
0: also two people who are um, elevating their class. Absolutely. And and to see whether they they are able to pull the bull over each other's eyes or whether uh, they're quite happy with that. I thought it would be quite an interesting dynamic. The other one I thought of was, well, two I thought of, Mm. Uh, it's interesting to say about the monsters, I'd like to see Meldrew. I'd I'd no. like I'd like to see <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like Mildrew. to see Basil versus Victor Meldrew in, yeah. in in some kind of standoff. Yeah, um, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure good. who would win. The viewer, hopefully. Yeah, uh, and I'd like to see um, Alan Partridge as a live-in resident. Oh,
1: that'd be great! Like a, the Linton Travel Tavern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that'd be magic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> almost like I just wish they'd make a what they call it was a Hotel Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> but set in Fawlty towers. Yeah, a With, hybrid sitcom. But rather where than different kind of, characters coming, yeah, in. like cool celebs, like <laughs> Davina McCall. Don't know why I picked her. Um, but you said got, cool celebs. Yeah, that's that's. My, I didn't mean it. Davina. That's my cultural reference. Davina, <laughs> Davina McCall. She's she still presents on MTV yeah. on <laughs> what, weekday afternoons, doesn't she?
1: Yeah, of course she does. So hate of cool that yeah. in the nineties,
0: John. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'd like to see that. Which characters most like you?
1: I'd, I'd like to say Polly, you know, because cause I always try and be one of them people who tries to keep everybody together, keep everything together, do you know what I mean? It, and there's a, there's an element of faulty about me because I get very frustrated very quickly. Yeah. But um, but I like the fact Polly tries to pull everyone together, you know what I mean? Whether it be Manuel or Basil, she seems to care about them all, you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I kind of, well, I'd like to think that anyway, but but I, I do like that her character.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go for the major because that's my retirement plan.
1: (laughs) Because you're an out-and-out racist. I'll
0: don't don't I'll I'll play cards with Germans, the women. (laughs) Yeah, good at cards. (laughs) Apparently, Ballard
1: Berkeley, who played him, was obsessed with cricket. I know they used to used to occasionally like be reading the paper in the bar and say, "Boycott got a century, faulty," you know, and all this lot. But apparently, they'd be they'd be filming a scene. (laughs) They'd be filming me the scene, or you know, and and he'd, Cleese had been doing his lines or whatever, and he'd see him in the background, ballad back, like, holding three fingers up. Australia are three down. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to film me at me. <laughs> Can't you wait till we have a break?
0: Oh, but, yeah. a lovely, lovely, lovely. But apparently he
1: was a lo- he was a really, really lovely, proper gentleman. Apparently, mm. yeah, really nice guy.
0: Mm. Oh, that's good. I think it's the first episode where the the chef gets drunk because of his unrequited love. Manuel, wow, and so really? in the first episode, they have like a gay storyline. I'm gonna have to watch that again. I'm sure I haven't made that up. I'll have
1: to watch it now. I'm gonna have to watch it. I'm
0: sure I haven't made that up. I have up, researched
1: so. Listener, but I just never watched the first yeah. episode. Although, but yeah,
0: sometimes I do feel like I'm maybe just making up, but then, but then we've had this before on the podcast, and because I edit it. If it turns out, like Gary from Only Fools and Horses did turn out oh, to be yeah, a real yeah. character. It yeah. wasn't just something that i dreamt.
1: Yeah, a fortnight later <laughs> listener, he sent me
0: the proof <laughs> yeah, <it's> just <laughs> that it existed. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. just four letter names. Um just makes me laugh. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that that happened <laughs> with the chef. Go for and it. And that's why he was drinking, because Manuel didn't love him back. Wow. I'm going to have to watch it now. Mm.
1: First thing
0: I do when I get it on. So that has been um sitcom sit down does Faulty Towers. Um I mean we've hopefully um we've we've not torn it apart too much as, as it's meant to be one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. If you haven't seen it. Yeah, sorry sorry for the spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, there were just twelve episodes. There's a death, there's some casual racism. But a, a question mark of uh modern slavery but, yeah. uh, but if you can put those things <laughs> aside just come up with. <laughs> if you can put those things aside it's a lot of laughs. laughs so thank you for listening I've been John Gilbert and I've been John Allbones